Yo. What is up, everybody? All right, man. I'm going to let you do the intro. Oh, you know what, bro? Give me one minute anyway. You don't have to do the intro. You know what I'm saying? This background noise. I got to fix this shit. You know what I'm saying? Make sure people hear me. All right, people. So today's kind of a special episode. Uh, Zim requested this episode today. So uh, uh, once, okay. Are you back? You back, bro? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. You know what I'm saying? See you a little loud. You know, I turn that down. You know. Alrighty. So what is today's episode about, bro? Because I feel like it, this should, you know, kind of a serious topic, if you will. It is. It is very serious. And you know, normally I'm, jo- I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very joking. I'm very lively. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm I'm trying to get the people hyped for the podcast and trying to get a you know get them into you know ready for what's about to happen for the next hour you know what I'm saying but you know today I I'm just not feeling it bro I'm just not I'm just not feeling it you know what I'm saying I just yeah man because you text my phone you were pretty pissed about the topic at hand today so for those who don't know um, Simone Biles you know stepped out for her mental health which I understand that completely because sometimes. You need to focus on your mental health and take care of yourself. But there's a bigger issue at here at hand here. And this is where Zim comes into play. So, Let's backtrack a little bit. So first off, the fucking Olympics are ass. Let's throw that out. Let's throw that now. Fuck the Olympics yeah. entirely. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, if if you haven't been paying attention in the last like, I don't know, five, four months, it all started off with the infamous track runner incident with the NC with the fucking Olympics. Now Shikari. Shikari, God bless her soul, was a world renowned athlete. She was going into Olympics. Her mother, what was it? I think her mom had passed away or something like that. I think was mm-hmm. that okay? her mother had passed away. Any normal person going through you're going through it. I don't care who you are. I don't care like your relationship with your mother, when your mother passes away, any other family member passes away, you're going to go through it. And everybody's got their crutch. For her, it was smoking weed. Now, if anybody remembers, and you were old enough to remember, back in 2008, during the Beijing Olympics, Michael Phelps, the swimmer, was caught smoking weed, pronouncedly. Now, he wasn't caught smoking weed. I think it was just him. I think he, he was, was at a party. A picture yeah. got leaked. A picture got, a picture got put in the newspaper. At him at a party, and you know, okay, cool. Now, right, I understand the whole rules are rules argument, blah 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 blah. But the reason like, why we bring it up is because Michael Phelps didn't get punished because he no, didn't. He, no, no, he got punished. He got punished. He I think he got suspended. He got suspended. Now, fast forward, Shikari smoked it for a good reason. It was for her mental health. Now, people are gonna say rules are rules. She should have fucking listened. No, fuck that. This whole premise of this episode is about the fact that, like, it's the fact that anytime, anytime, whether it be a black athlete, a black celebrity, anybody that is African-American or even a person of color is in some form of spotlight and they're doing good for themselves and they're getting momentum and they're getting followers and they're getting fans. The one time, the one time, they slip. Somebody wants to that that that's it. That's you know, that's what their career is based off of. And the only reason I bring this up now, and the one the reason why I'm so hot about this is because and we're talking about the Olympics, is the Shikari one pissed me off immensely. But the one that set me off was Simone Biles. And for y'all that know who don't know Simone Biles is, like Chris said, she is a gymnast for the for Team USA. Now, Simone has been doing... one of the best gymnasts to do it. She probably is the best gymnast to ever do it. Is, like... Right, bro, she's in a league of her own, bro. She is eons above almost anybody. In 2016, she dominated at the last Olympics. Dominated. No, hands down. So, she has credibility. She's on... Boxes of Wheaties. She's doing interviews for ESPN. She's at award shows. She's doing everything. And here, here's the kicker about Simone. Simone stays out of trouble. Simone does not do anything. Simone always puts the team first. You never hear Simone bitch and complain about anything. She always puts in the work because she has to. Because she's black. Because she's a woman. Now, fast forward. 
to this year's Olympics. The Olympics are already underway, and I think it's the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and they're going up against Russia. Simone goes up, and there's a run, or she's like in the middle of one of her runs, and she lands kind of weird. She doesn't land the right way off one of her volts, and everyone says, oh, we think she's injured. So they take a closer look, and Simone says, well, I was rattled mentally. I wasn't there, and it wasn't fair for my team. That is being, and what a leader would do is go, if I'm not ready to put, put the pressure on my team, it's not fair for me to be there. So right. she she withdraws herself from the Olympics. Now, the reason why I'm fucking mad is because there's a video out there, and I will He's drop mad. He's mad. I will drop the video in the comments, or I'll drop the video. I'll send the link on our Facebook page and on our Instagram page. The video is a bunch of far right. Raisin in the fucking potato salad, pink nipple having, oh jeez, just fucking unseasoned chicken, unsweetened tea drinking conservatives going oh, off Lord. about her talking about oh she's a coward, oh she doesn't like you have to put all your like oh like we were raised to step against the bully, but the bully is one. So what what, is, what does she teach us? Oh to step down from the bully. Like listen, no, cute bitch. Like the whole thing. Like, I was fine, bro. Like, I was watching the video, and it just set me off. Like, how dare you? How, how do you have the audacity to sit there? And you're not even in the position that you uh, of her. You don't have the world staring at you. You don't have this immense pressure. You know, you know, what, I, you know what I find hilarious? Woman. You know what I find hilarious? It's always the most unathletic, overweight, you know, I'm not trying to – we don't body shame here. But it's always those people who have the most to say about athletes who are playing at a professional on a global level at the Olympics, mind you. They're on a global scale. Bro, you played one year of varsity football. One year. And you think you have a right? You think you have the audacity, the ball sack to say, and guess oh, what? And guess what? She's a that coward? one year that you played, that one year you played, you rode with the bench. Right, and you have the fucking huevos to sit there and say, "Oh, she's a coward. She's a sociopath. She's doing it for herself." Like, bro, Michael Jordan literally retired at the height of his career because his father was murdered. His father fucking passed away, and like I said on Facebook, bro, like I said on Facebook, it's always and everyone's like, "Oh, why do you always bring race into it? Why do you always why?" Because it's always a black thing. It will always be a black thing. I don't care what the situation is. It will always be a black thing because it's always us versus them. And you're like, oh, you can't have that narrative. Yes, I fucking can. Because you want to know why? Because you guys set that narrative. And I'm going to tell you why. Because look at it. You had Colin Kaepernick. You had Naomi Osaka, for instance. Naomi Osaka, if you guys didn't know, she's she didn't. She didn't okay, so probably she's one of the best tennis players in the, in the league right now, in the world right now. Okay, yes. and she, so she she didn't she didn't want to do a press conference immediately after a match. That's fine, okay. Mm-hmm. But she lost. She, I wouldn't want to kill her. She she's getting vilified for that, which makes no sense to me. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And mind you guys, if you guys didn't know, she's black and she's Asian. I think she's black and Japanese. I think Japanese. Yeah, but you have fucking um. And it's not even just athletes in the Olympics. Like, the Olympics itself is just shitting on the black community itself, which is why I haven't watched a single thing. I've been boycotting the Olympics. I've not watched a single – I've not given a fuck about the Olympics. You want to know why? Because the Olympics, they've already said – the first strike was when they said, oh, we're not going to let anybody promote Black Lives Matter at the Olympics. And people want to say, oh, well, there's a time and a place for everything. Y'all weren't fucking saying that when y'all were looting and shit, and y'all weren't raiding the fucking White House talking about oh, for everything. <laughs> Tell you nobody raided the White House because Secret Service would have been dropping bodies like a freaking war zone match. Well, not raiding, but still, like they were they were rioting, rioting and looting and raiding the the Capitol. I, I know what you mean. I'm just yeah. putting it out there so the so we don't get you know hit with. Uh, excuse me, sir. They didn't. They weren't at the White House. I'm not trying to hear that. So. We, we, but nobody was saying know. that shit when there was an insurrection at the fucking Capitol. There was, nobody was saying, oh, there's a time and a place for everything. Nobody was saying that shit when they were at Charlottesville 
like you flip the narrative so quick when it's us trying to do something for our people. When it's us doing something for our people, like Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the flag, there's a time and a place. You can't do that. LeBron, when he was speaking out about Charlottesville, he was like, as a basketball player, it is my job to lead my community. What that fucking dried up raisin bread bitch say? Oh, he needed to shut up and play basketball. Like, what are you oh, doing? Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I kind of went on a little mini rant on Twitter today about love not sex and, you know, you know, homophobia in the black community, basically. And I said, I said this on Twitter. I said, whenever, whenever a white celebrity comes out as openly gay, such as Elton John, um, George Michael, Ricky Martin, who's an openly gay Latino man, nobody said anything. We have, in fact, we clapped our hands and cheered for him. But when you have Lil Nas X and Billy Porter, who are both openly gay and proud of it, and they're succeeding. Now we now you hear our people go, oh, they're pushing in an agenda. Oh, they're pushing this narrative. They're trying to force it on our kids. I'm like, nobody was saying that when Elton John came out as openly gay. And George, but whenever it comes to black people in entertainment coming out or doing something, now it becomes a problem. Now you know it's an saying? issue because now the problem is because we're succeeding. They don't want to see people succeed. But the whole Nas X thing just has me so, so baffled, bro. Like, it's the fact that they're like, like, I read this comment section, bro, and I almost wanted to throw up just because how many, so many people were calling him queer, so many were calling him fag, and so many people were saying so many things about him. And all he's, he's not doing anything. And like, this, the, and the whole thing is, if you haven't seen it, you know, pause it, pause this podcast right now, go watch the video for Industry Baby, and that's the biggest thing, is... There's like there's a censored version and then it's the uncensored version. Like, uncensored yep. version, of course, has dudes twerking. They're naked, whatever. And then the censored version just has them in uh, inmate uniforms, pink ones, and they're dancing. Now, if you look at Nas X's last video, it was Which... him twerking on Satan. Oh, Montero, call me by your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he even came out on a tweet and was like, bro, I was literally, my last video was me twerking on Satan. This is what you're mad about. He doesn't do anything. He's unapologetically gay. And that's the fucking problem. And the problem, and this is what I want to ask people. This is what I want to ask the unseasoned community is, are you, mad? are you mad because he's gay and successful and black? Are you, are you mad because he's black and successful and gay? Yes, I reworded it in different sentences, but are you mad? You're mad because one of those. But most of the reason, are you mad because he's black and he's thriving? It doesn't matter if he's gay or not. It's the problem is, is that you're black, that he's black and that he's thriving and you don't want to fucking see it because he's unapologetic about it. It's kind of like I said, it's kind of like our last episode about double standards. It's just, it's, it's interesting to see the double standards on, let's say if Tom Brady were to say, you know, I'm going to retire. My mental health isn't there. Cool. ESPN would be like he's the Bro, they would he has seven rings, you know he has da 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 da. And LeBron said the same thing. People be like, oh whatever, LeBron, shut up and play basketball. Dog, I literally thought about that the other day. I'm like, think about it. Think about if, like you said, what if Michael Jordan, like Michael Jordan's situation was different, and it was like he retired at the top of his game. He did everything he wanted to do. And he achieved all of his goals. He was just like, I'm tired. I don't want to play basketball anymore. I want to live my life. And then on the flip side, you got fucking uh, Dale Earnhardt at that time. If Dale Earnhardt didn't die, but then he retired, everybody was like, Dale, you're such a legend in NASCAR. You're this, you're that. You go live your life, you know. But then Michael Jordan would be like, well, I retired because I'm, my body's tired. Well, you could have still played. You still had 10 more years. Are you fucking kidding me? There's There's... It's, it's just hypocritical. Like, I don't understand why, like, when we do something, when when we do something that's inconvenience to you, you get upset because we're trying to do something that's better for us. Right. And it also, it also goes to name changes in sports. Bro, as if y'all don't know by now, but you should, because unless you live under a rock, the Cleveland Indians changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. Now, here's the thing. There are literally statues in Cleveland called the Guardians of Cleveland, okay? 
But again, I went on Twitter and there were so many people upset about Cleveland trying to make amends with the Native Americans. Okay. And then they were like, why are you mad about this? It has nothing to do with you nothing and everything to do all. with the natives. That's what Washington's trying to do. Granted, they have a stupid name, the <laughs> football team. I think that's a dumb name, but I respect the effort of you trying to make amends because you had a whole ass racial slur as your team name in the Redskins. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I appreciate the effort of you trying to make amends with the natives, but again, those people were pissed off about it because it doesn't fit their narrative. It does. It makes no. Well, why is it changing? We've been the Redskins for over 60 years. Because it's racist, you dumb shit. You can't say that nowadays. Well, they should just suck it up and play football. Dude, if somebody walked up to you right now and called you a cracker, would you not be offended? Well, I, 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 exactly. Like, shut up. Like, it, I said on the, like I said in the comment on uh, CBS4's post, I was like, how about we just make a team called the Indiana Crackers and see how long they last before we have to change the name you know what i'm saying because like, they're not... the nfl the nfl wouldn't even allow us to do that no. <laughs> you remember that dude that walked around wearing the uh the uh, caucasian shirt what was it the washington caucasians or some shit like that oh that yeah and people, were, and, and people were pissed about that i'm like oh see see now it does not, not... now now wait a minute now now you see when it feels when it happens to you you want to be upset when it happens to the natives and we make a horrible racist caricature in Chief Wahoo, now you say, oh, it's fine. It's whatever. And then when Cleveland retired Chief Wahoo in 2011, n- then people are like, I'm still going to wear my Chief Wahoo hat. Tell me you're a racist without saying you're a racist. It, that's the problem, bro. Like it's, like, it's at that point where they're so like... They're so I, I want to say that they're blinded by the fact that they want they don't want to admit that they're not racist that they just keep doing racist shit and everyone's like oh you're just trying to make everything like I said you're just trying to make everything a racial thing and like you just want black people to have special rights you know what at this here's, point here's, yeah here's right I thing. do here's the thing though and I hear a lot of my caucus friends say. I'm not trying to. I'm. I'm not gonna feel guilty for being white. I'm, I don't want you to feel guilty for being white. That's not what we're here for. I speak on history so that way we learn from history, so we don't repeat the history. That's the whole point of learning history. Okay. But the fact that y'all don't want to embrace the history and you want to turn a blind eye to it and then make it seem like we're the bad guys and we're just sitting here bitching and moaning—that's what's gonna piss people off, and that's what the problem is. I never owned slaves. That's okay. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But I didn't say you did. You, but you benefit from slavery here in America to this day. <laughs> like, it's different for you. And, and the only reason why we bring up black athletes and black people in the media is just the fact that, like, okay, I'm going to bring up Chris Brown again. Yeah, he – it was fucked up. Whatever it was. It was, it, like, it was fucked up. And he fucked but, it big time. I'm not going to – he – Right, if we fucked up, like beating on Rihanna like that. But think about it this way: Do you know how many people? Do you know how many white, like, singers and dancers have done more fucked up things than he has? And nobody had a relationship with teenage girls. And then you got people that are just literally like, like they love these people, they idolize these people. If you you say anything about them, it's blasphemy. But Chris Brown can't let something that happen. In a Lamborghini, what, like 10, 15 years ago? He can't he can't shake it off no matter what he does. Because and now it's the of- same thing with Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. Now, I don't know the full details about that because I wasn't there, so I'm not going to speak on that. But if Tory shot Megan, that's fucked up, and you can't justify that. You know what I'm saying? You can't. <laughs> like, but now that, now that it happened, guess what, Tory? If you hear this, that's gonna stick with you for life. Yep. For there's nothing you can life. do. There's nothing you could that. do. There's nothing you could do. That's gonna stick with you for life. And you're like, gonna, and like, everyone's like, "Oh, but you're just pointing. You're pointing out things that are obviously wrong." Yes, but there's a point to it. If they were white, I guarantee you, 
they would do some they would do some honorific shit like go to Africa and take a picture of one of the kids and then be like, oh, I made a mistake and then make some half ass apology on Twitter. Nobody forgive him. They would just make it make it seem like nothing happened. Right. But like, they, when's the last time you hear anybody hold Charlie Sheen accountable? Exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know many fucked up things Tom Cruise has said. You know many fucked up things like a Mel lot Gibson. of these, like. And nobody talks about Mel Gibson. Like nobody. <laughs> like nobody. Like, no, the, like Mel Gibson was saying all sorts of anti-Semitic things to a cop in a drunk rant. <laughs> and it's funny because, like I said, like you think about it, like Kevin Hart went on Twitter as a comedian. In, it, it's in his job description, Chris. It's in his job description to say funny shit about current events. And what did he say? He went on Twitter and said something about his kid. Everybody knew he's a comedian. Nobody, everyone knew. Oh, the, he wasn't you're talking serious. about the incident when he's yeah. Okay, I remember. I got this. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knew he wasn't serious, but what happened? Everyone felt some type of way about it because he wouldn't apologize because he knew he wasn't in the wrong. And what he had to do? He had to apologize, otherwise he wouldn't be the host for the Grammys. Now Oscars. It was the Oscars. The only reason I, the Oscars, right? The only reason I bring that up is because Mel Gibson said so many fucked up things about Jewish people, and the quote unquote cancel culture never went after his ass. Right. But it's like Why does cancel culture only go after African American athletes and because I'm trying to tell you because I keep trying to say it. <laughs> they like... don't want us to be successful. They don't. They're scared. The most dangerous thing on this planet is a successful black person. Yeah. And, and, and history shows that the most dangerous thing on this planet is a successful, educated black person. Because every single every single role model in any category, whether it be education, science, history, sports, cinema, any of that, every time you've seen somebody who's big and at the top of the game at that time, Something always happens to them. And it's always that one thing that just plagues them for the rest of their career or the rest of the, for the rest. Michael Jordan, he has a gambling problem now. But who the fuck, like, that shouldn't fucking matter. He's still one of the greatest basketball, if not the greatest basketball player of all time. But he has a gambling problem. Okay, but do you know how many white celebrities beat their wives and they drank and took steroids? Yeah, but Michael Jordan has a steroid or he, he's a gambling problem. And then another example. Fucking Michael Jackson. You know how many people went after oh Michael Jackson? God. People for to this everything? Day are still going after Michael Jackson. That whole finding Neverland. That whole finding finding uh, surviving Neverland. That that bullshit. It was to so false. Day, it was so false and full of lies that HBO stopped showing it. And it blows my mind that this man Michael was literally just trying I'm to like, live. I'm like, Michael's been dead for over a decade. Leave, leave him alone. Him alone. <laughs> like and it's Why like, are you still trying to go after this man? He's a he kitty toucher. He was, he, was found, he was a kitty toucher. Prove it. Prove you can't. Because yeah. all those kids admitted that they lied. <laughs> because their parents told them to. And they're like, right. oh, well, Michael Jackson bleached his skin. The nigga have a tiglio. Say that again? I know what I said. You mean vitiligo, fool? I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're trying to be serious, but we have fun here sometimes. <laughs> But yeah, he had a skin disorder. But he's like, oh well, he bleached his skin because he didn't want to be black. What kind of dumb shit is that? And Michael was unapologetically black. Go watch the black or white video, the whole okay. thing, the, the all the way to the very end where he was dancing in the street and breaking shit. Can we talk about <laughs> they don't care about us? Can we talk about fucking? Do you remember, remember the time? Remember, like, remember the time is unapologetic. It's unapologetically black. You had Eddie had, Murphy in it. You had yeah, Eddie Murphy. You had. Magic Johnson's in that movie, in that music video too. Uh, John Singleton, the director of Boys in the Hood, directed that music video. Okay. Michael, you're talking about how black as black as black. Like, Michael like was as black as they come. And then Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods cheats on his wife. And they're like, oh, Tiger Woods is, he's a cheater. He's this, that, and whatever. And he has a drinking problem because he crashed his car. This that, and I'm not saying that he didn't do it. I'm not. Here's the thing, I'm not justifying any of this. All of the cases are true, but the only reason I bring it up is because if it was in, like, and I bring up counterpoints, like with Michael Jackson, he was going through all that shit. But then look at all the celebrity singers that were going that were white that went through even more shit than he did, and they deliberately did it, and they mm-hmm. kept doing it. Like you no. had Rock 
stars that are on stage literally just snorting cocaine. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but 80s, that's not a problem. The 80s were a wild time, though. I know, but still. And then, like, Tiger Woods, like you said, he cheated on his wife. It's like, dude, there's so many fucking male, there were so many male athletes at the time that were beating their wives and doing so much things that were worse. But nobody said mm-hmm. anything because it doesn't inconvenience them. It doesn't bother them. They're like, oh, well, yeah, but he or they are supposed to be held to a higher standard because of our skin color. I'll come out and say it. Because of our skin color, we're held to a higher standard no matter what environment we're in. That's why we code switch. That's why we do the things we do in public because we're held at a higher standard because we can't do, we can't just be ourselves. And like you said, white people's problems wouldn't be their problems if just 90% of the time, they just mind their own fucking business. Honestly. Like if they just left us alone, we wouldn't have this issue. Right. And it bothers me so much. Like just recently, like I said, going back to the whole Simone Biles thing. If that did, they had just, if they had just went, if Simone, if they were just like, well, Simone Biles is withdrawing from the Olympics due to mental health. Okay. Well, she, there's still a whole other Olympic event going on. We wish her the best. Like, I'm not saying that they shouldn't care. Like, they should just not care. But what I'm saying is, is like, it's really not that big of a deal. And mental health is way more important than some stupid ass medal. And here's a fun fact. A gold medalist gets paid dog shit. In the United States, they get paid thirty-seven thousand dollars. Wow, she makes more of that in endorsements. Yeah, look at LeBron. He's making. He's actually. I think he's the first NBA player in history to be an active billionaire. Yep, yep. That's incredible, and that's. Mm-hmm. If I but get to meet LeBron, talk, congratulations but, to you, LeBron. That's amazing. But people want to shit on him because of his terrible uh, Space Jam performance. Bro, I don't get LeBron hate. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> like, I this, man, this man came from no father. He's a great father, a great husband, been with the same woman forever, had kids with her. You know what I'm saying? He's a role model on the court. He's a role model off the court. How can, how can you hate this man? How? Because he didn't just shut up and play basketball like everybody wanted to, and they said he said something and made him uncomfortable? But – in my opinion, athletes should use their – you have one of the biggest platforms in the country, okay? Mm-hmm. Why not use your voice to, you know, speak out against injustices, man? Right. And then that's what – that's, like I said, the whole going back to the Olympics thing. That's what – the first strike that I saw when the Olympics were like, we will not allow athletes to uh, voice uh, political on, like, Black Lives Matter. I was like, fuck no. I'm not watching the Olympics. Everyone's like, well, you have to realize it's a time and a place, and it's China. It's uh, not China. I'm sorry. I'm, I remember one time, one person on one person on your said on your post a while back said that the Olympics aren't political. I was like, are you serious? The Olympics are the definition of politics. We had like, an Olympics in Nazi Germany with Adolf Hitler watching over the Olympics. Okay, he was flexing Nazi Germany's power. At the Olympics, you know, the Olympics were also a place where warring countries would come to a ceasefire, a peace, if you will, for a couple of, you know, months for the Olympics or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So politics and the Olympics go hand in hand like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They go together. Yeah. Can we just bring up Jesse Owens? Are we just going to forget about how he did that? Right. Oh. And, you know, when they say the Olympics are political, I'm like, okay, we had the Olympics in USSR, the the Soviet Union, right? America protested and didn't show up. And then vice versa. Russia didn't show up when we had the 1984 Olympics in Los Angeles. Right. So, again, how are they not not political, political? It's political. You know what? Like, and it all boils down to the fact that, again, I'm and everyone's like, you always make it a race thing because it is, because like we're not sitting there shucking and jiving and you know dancing and doing the things that black people are known to do. We're doing it, but we're having an opinion about it. 
we're living our lives because we're not just that. We're not just we're not just entertainment. And then people are starting to, and then when people see that, they're like, Well, they're not supposed to be doing that. They're supposed to be in a the field. They're not supposed to have rights. Like in twenty twenty one guy, all the shit that y'all, you, you, the white people, not all, but the white people have put people of color through. And you just want us to be like, Well, this is fine. We're we're like we just we're gonna accept it. No, dude. No. I'm over it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of us being punished for us speaking out for injustice. Like, like the lady said, like that video way back when the riots were happening, and that lady was talking about burning Twitter, burning a uh, Target down. She was like, Target should have been in the streets with us. Fuck Target. Right. And I like the analogy she put. She said, Imagine you're playing Monopoly for 400 years. I give all my money to you. And then when I finally start to get money, I start to become more successful than you. You burn down our community. So why should we care about Walmart? Why should we care about Target? You know what I'm saying? Right. And it makes sense now. And it ties into what we're talking about. Why the fuck should we care about the Olympics? Why the fuck should Simone Biles even give a damn about what anybody's saying? Why the fuck should Nas X care about all these people being mad at the fact that he's gay, openly gay, and thriving about it. Why the fuck should any of them care? Because you set this agenda for us. You in your mind. And when I say you, I'm talking about the racist white people. They in their mind right. have a figure of, well, they're supposed to be, they're, they're, they're supposed to just, you know, we're, you know, buy our albums and, and, and provide for us entertainment. Well, first off, maybe you should take your unentertainment ass and your unskillful ass and go do what the fuck they're doing. How about that? If you want, if you want any taste of their success, I want to put this it, out there. I want to put this out there real quick. We're not attacking all white people. We get it. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of dope white people out there. I appreciate you for rocking with us. You know what I'm saying. Appreciate you for calling out the bullshit, calling out the injustices when you see it. We really do appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. You don't want then, you to think that we're attacking white people. We're not. We're calling out racism. We're calling out white supremacy. We're calling out two threats to everybody in this country, okay? You got to understand, white supremacy is a threat. If you're not a Christian, straight, white man, you white supremacy has a target on your back, no matter who you are. Doesn't matter okay? what you no matter, It don't matter if you're black, Latino, Hispanic, Italian, Russian, Canadian, Mexican. It don't matter. White supremacy has it out for you. Okay, that's what and we're calling out. Just- it's not even just black people in general. The only reason I use those, the only reason I, I pointed out those examples. Because we're black. Because we're black. But it goes simple. beyond that. It goes beyond that, dude. Like, it's the fact that, like, in almost every aspect of life, the moment they see you trying to be great, what do they do? They make up some bullshit-ass excuses to make sure you're not great. Or they or they, they try to find something that you've done, and they try to use it against you so you can't move up. Or see, people can't trust you. It's in the workforce, too. It's oh, yeah, everywhere. it's definitely in the workforce. It's everywhere it's you go. Everywhere, especially in the legal system. Me, for example, I fucked up back when I was 18. I caught a case. It luckily turned into a misdemeanor. For you guys that don't know, I got in trouble at Target. I'll admit it. I fucked up. I did something stupid. But the way the system is set up is that is on my record. I think, I think it's, I mean, it's on my record forever. But the farthest somebody can look back is seven years. Okay. The only reason I bring that up is because I don't do anything. other. That was my one fuck up. Other than that, I don't do anything. I stay away from the law for obvious reasons. But because of that one diminish, because of that one out-of-pocket moment, the system is going to hold that against me for the rest of my life as long as they can until I come out of pocket and I spend the money and get it expunged. And it's the fact that, like, anybody, if I go, like, I can apply for a job, and they think I, you know, I nailed the interview, and it's not even just me, but anybody who has a case, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this can attest to that. Anybody that has a case, they're, they, you know, they nail the interview, this, that, and whatever, and then here comes the backroom check. Here it comes. And they know, fuck, because I did something stupid 10 years ago, they're going to find it 
and now I can't get a job and I can't provide myself with a happy life because I did something stupid. And it's like, that's so fucking dumb. It's, it's, it's in everything. It's in entertainment. It's in sports. It's in the legal system. And that's why I always make it a race thing because it is. And it always will be. Right. And nobody wants to admit it because they're uncomfortable. They're not, they're like, well, why, why can't you just accept the way things are and just not basically the way we have to get out of our comfort zone when it comes to race. We got to, we got to talk about the good. We got to talk about the bad. We got to talk about the downright ugly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Because like John F. Kennedy said, those who don't learn the history are doomed to repeat it. Or it's just the fact that they're so ignorant about it that they just don't, they, it doesn't bother. It's like, like we said in previous episodes, if it doesn't happen to them, then it doesn't exist. Right. That's facts. Like, it's never a drug epidemic until it hits the white community. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it's never fucking... Like, let's imagine, imagine the crack epidemic of the 80s and 90s hit, you know, the Hollywood. It hit Beverly Hills. Then we'd have a problem. But because it happened in the ghetto, it happened in the hood, happened in the Latino communities and the black communities, thanks to, you know, President Reagan and the CIA... And let, me, guys, let me hear it's one whatever. more time. Somebody was talking about, oh, Reagan wasn't the reason why the, the, the war on drugs wasn't a thing. Yes, the fuck it was. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean it, it wasn't Reagan's fault? He just he told the CIA to plant. How did drugs get to the black community? We don't own any boats. We don't own any planes. How'd they get there? I'll wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we don't own planes, we don't own boats, we don't. There's no way we're going between borders getting drug. We don't got that money. We don't got that type of luxury. For real. <laughs> like, well, well, like so, we, we, we don't. So the war on drugs, and you know, this is another thing that we got to address, which I could do a whole episode about that. The war on drugs is a scam. It's a scam. It, it's literally, think about it like this. In America, we America has the highest prison population in the world, okay? Mm-hmm. And what's the easiest way to get somebody locked up? Drug, Drug possession. Simple. And here in America, we have, four, well, we have for-profit prisons, which are owned by private investors. And this is why that whole Michael Jordan investing in prisons myth needs to die because it's a totally different Michael Jordan. It was a former governor of Oregon. Look him up. Okay. He invested in prisons, not the basketball player. All right. So in order for you to make money off of owning a prison, you need prisoners. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, What's the easiest way to bust people? Drugs. Yep. That's why we have the war on drugs. And they want to talk and about how it was like. I mean, we're gonna steer back on topic, but it's and they want to talk about how it was like. I mean, yeah, like, well, we can, like I said, well, that's a whole separate episode. Well, no, 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 that's good because like it fit again. It fits the whole thing of. Well, we're in the wrong, but you guys make it worse because. You're the cause of it. Well, weren't you the ones that did it? Yeah, but we're not black. Excuse me? And it, that's that's literally how it works nowadays. And it's like, like, like again, going back to the, the Simone Biles video, I'll put it in the comments. I'll put it in the Instagram post. The dude said, the dude had said she is, uh, she needs to put her uh, ego aside and realize that she's, um, representing a country. And then he goes on to say that, and this is what really pissed me off. This is what made me really almost on my phone. He had the, the gall to be like, well, she's the reason why we had to give a gold medal to Russia. We had to watch them be successful. Nigga, every other country besides the U.S. is, is successful in some form or way. And you're worried about a fucking medal? Hmm. Because it's it's something that you wanted that she couldn't give you because your fat ass couldn't go out and get it yourself. Like, excuse me? And that's like, right. like it goes with the war on drugs too because it's like, 
Well, I smoke cocaine and I have a drug problem, but I'm not going to blame anybody except for this low income black guy. He looks like he could sell drugs. So he's the one that sold it to me. So he should be in jail and not me. What kind of sense does that make? Right. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And that's why I was just so tired. That's why I was so fed up when I saw this video. Because I was like, these people really just are showing their asses at this point, And they don't even fucking care. Because it doesn't affect I gotta say, them. I got to say, from about 2016 to now, America has been at war with itself, man. Between, and like, like our homie John was saying, shout out to Tunes. He was, he was saying, like, the far right versus the far left. That's a dangerous fight right there, man. And it really is. Both sides are dangerous. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, the yeah. Far left is, people, left is terrible. And, like, people who worship Trump like a god king, you got to be careful of those people, man. You oh, do. yeah. Super psycho. Those and are the stuff. Vice versa. Vice versa. People who worship Biden, like, the, worship the ground he walks on, watch out for them, too. All right? I'm just saying, like, and, and, and literally, you can't tell me that race isn't an issue because going back to the Capitol riot things, um, did you watch the testimonies of those cops? Man, I didn't. Those, those testimonies were heart wrenching. They were they were heartbreaking. Like I almost shed a tear listening to some of those cops talk about what happened that day. Um, and the black cop that was there was talking about the ungodly racism that he dealt with. So. America, we have a race problem. Let's just call it what it is. Okay? You, then, you don't want to be black and white, but it is. Unfortunately, it is. that's just that's the way life. Okay? <laughs> I'm like, we can't, we can't get rid of... America's a melting pot. There's so many cultures here from black culture to Asian American culture to Hispanic culture to Latinos, Dominicans, you know... All sorts of to the Muslims. There's so many traditions and cultures here, so we can't erase color, no matter what we try to do. Here's a fun fact: Guess what this country was based off of? Another fucking group of ethnicity. <laughs> right, like it's in, colors in our blood. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But that shouldn't, you know, separate us. That should unify us even more. You know what I'm saying? We should respect one another's cultures. I'm saying we should listen to each other's problems, okay? I'm tired of playing this who had it worse Olympics, all right? I'm not trying to be like, oh, well, what the Jews went through in the Holocaust is nothing compared to what we went through on the field. No, both are horrible, and we both need to learn from that so we don't repeat that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And then on the counterpoint, <laughs> it's like people need to stop making excuses to make it sound like it was okay. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, Jewish people were bad. Like, the Holocaust is bad, but it's not like you were there. It's not like, it's not like you, you know, you died. That's yes, not the I wasn't point, there. I wasn't The there. fucking point is that it was terrible to my people. That's right. the point. I wasn't, I wasn't there. You're right. But I should learn the signs of fascism so my Jewish friends don't have to go through that again. Exactly. <laughs> like, I should learn the signs of apartheid so... My South African friends don't have to worry about going through that again. I should learn, you know, and it's like Native Americans too. It's like I should learn everything that Native Americans went through so I could tell my kids what happened so they could tell their friends and tell their kids, this is what happened. This is what really happened. Right. And we can't, we got to stop running away from the truth, man. We got to have this conversation. Change our school books. For the love of I'm God, like, put it in our school books. If you're gonna be, if the kids are gonna be uncomfortable, they have to be uncomfortable. Like you guys right. teach sex ed, you might as well teach the real American history. If you could teach right. a 12 year old kid how to put a condom on a banana, you could teach them the real history behind slavery. True. Right. This is why we need critical race theory in schools, man. We do. Oh, that doesn't exist. Oh, we don't want our children to feel bad. We're, we're, it's not about feeling it's bad. bad. Stop that. Just stop that. Just, it's not about feeling bad. Okay, it's all about learning so we don't repeat. That's just that should be the message of this episode. If you don't get anything else, learn your history so we don't repeat our history. Okay, history is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Not just in America, the world history. Every country yeah. has a dark past. Every yeah, single it's not country. Your own fucking business, like. If somebody is doing something 
and you don't like it, mind your own business. If you don't like a gay black rapper, then don't listen to his music. And right, if you see listen people listening to his music, leave him alone. Right. There's no gay agenda, okay? Representation matters. Gay people exist. Get over it. Okay. If you see a I don't I can't remember how old Simone is, but if you see a a, a young African American woman thriving in her sport that is very, very competitive and it's world renowned, let her and do it's her very thing. demanding on the body and the mental. Oh yeah. If you see her, you know, doing her thing but you don't fuck with her, then don't fuck with her. But leave her alone when it's time for her to be a human being. Right. Because when that leotard comes off or that onesie comes off, she's still Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they're still humans. They're still the Olympics are, I just thought about something else in the short time that we have left here. The Olympics are just trash all together. I've been trying I, to tell people that. No, like, well, there's, there's, they've because, been doing because, nothing wrong. Because I think it was what was it the Norwegian team? They refused to uh, play in bikinis that showed nothing but ass. They, they didn't want to do it. And so they were facing fines. And guess who said that she would pay the fine? The Pink. the singer the singer Pink. And uh, I, I love Pink, okay? Like, if I ever got to sit down and meet her, like, she is one person I could say that deserves all the roses before she passes away. She is mm-hmm. such a – she's such a humble person. And I'm like, why – if women – don't want to show their bodies off. Why are you finding them? Like that's 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 another episode we gotta cover is you know men speaking on women's issues. Like that we we I don't get that. Okay, I just don't get it. (laughs) Because like like, again it makes them uncomfortable. They're like they're like, why is this a thing? Like why can't they just do what they've been doing for all these years? Why do they have to because they don't want to be sexualized. Right, and because I, I we don't like just that. It's like black people want to be successful. We don't want to be known as, you know, talking ebonics and you know giving you entertainment. Like motherfucker, we're educated. Let us be educated. Right, and women don't want to show off their bodies and be sexualized on national TV. Let them do that. They, they, you know, what I'm saying, like I, I respect women for that. You know what I'm saying, if like, gay people just... don't want to be known as just being gay and AKA or apparently the HIV race. There's successful gay people. Let them be gay. Right. <sighs> I think we like, should that's the whole point. That, that is the reason why it irritated me so much. Is because I'm so tired. And like you said, and that's why that quote sticks to me. If white people just stuck to themselves 90% of the time, we wouldn't have these fucking problems. We wouldn't have a race problem. I mean, we might. You know, there's other... If people in general... Let me rephrase that. If people in general just... Minded their own fucking business, and they did it. If they didn't like something, which you're free to not like things, that's fine. If you don't like something, that's fine. You have that right. But if you don't like something, and the other person does, leave them the fuck alone, and leave the person that's giving them that entertainment alone. Mm-hmm. If you're so worried about quote unquote somebody pushing a narrative, you're doing the same exact thing by telling these people online you shouldn't do this. He shouldn't do that. You need to be doing this. You're literally doing the same thing that you were just mad about. You're pushing the narrative. I do find it interesting, though, that uh, going back to the social media episode a while back, like Mike Tyson said, social media has made people too uncomfortable, man. It's made it's made people too comfortable. People haven't gotten punched in the face enough. You know what I'm saying? That's coming from Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, at this and, point, if, like, somebody says something, Anywhere, ne- ne- like anywhere near racist shit at this point, I'm blocking you. I don't care. And then if it's right. in person, I'm swinging. I don't care. Right. I don't, we don't have time for the racism, man. We just don't. We just racism don't. needs to die. Like, stop it. it. You're a grown ass man slash woman. Grow the fuck up. Right. I understand it's a generational thing, too, but here's the thing racism can be taught, it can, it be-, can be untaught. It can be untied, straight up. Children are not people. born racist. None right. of us same, are born racist. Same no. Thing, same thing with being uh uh hate or being uh homophobic. Homophobicism is taught, and it can be untaught. You're taught to hate gay people. You can be untaught. You can un you can tell your kids gay people are the best people in the world. Right. And it's just it's an it's a matter of being uncomfortable 
for that time frame, accepting the truth, and again, minding your own damn business. That's just that's just what it is. And that's the reason why I was just so pressed today because I was like, this dude really just had the balls to just get up in somebody else's business that he doesn't even know. She's probably even never met. He's never met her. He's never been in the same room with her. He's never had a discussion with Simone. All he saw was a black African-American woman turning, quote unquote, turning her back on the country, just like the rest of them. She wasn't just like she he was inconvenienced at the fact that one of the monkeys wasn't dancing on the porch room. That's why he was. And kneeling for the kneeling for the national anthem isn't disrespecting the flag. And like those troops died for this flag. I understand that they died for my rights. And I have the right to peaceful protest. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like that like dude the, at the like baseball game. I that was just to. about to mention that, too. <laughs> it was just like dude that was, dude at the dude baseball game. Dude was mad game. because the kid forgot to take off his hat. Right. And even the dude was like, I didn't do anything. And the guy was like, I fought for this country. And I was like, oh, Lord. Nobody told you to fight for this country. I'm just saying. Nobody told you to. <laughs> like, now, I'm not disrespecting the troops. I, I love and respect the troops dearly. I come from a military family, a long line of military folks. So, but again, nobody told my family to go fight for the military. They right. chose to do that. <laughs> again, it, again, like I said, it goes back to like people get mad at uh, Nas X for pushing the narrative that he's gay. You're pushing the narrative that you were in World War II. I don't care. I mean, it's great, fantastic, but that has nothing to do with me. Right. Like, you're again. You're forcing your beliefs on other people's beliefs. And now, me, like, I'm, I'm a history buff, so I do care. I'm like, ooh, you were World War II. Tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to hear well, from your mouth. I mean, and that's <laughs> in a different aspect. Like, if you're cool and it's like, oh, I was in World War II. Cool. Let me tell you a story about it. But if you're a Vietnam War vet or you're Iraq War vet, and you see somebody not standing or see someone sitting or doing something like that. And you're like, I fought for this country, so you have the right. So it's disrespectful to me. Like, dude, leave me alone. If this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do. <laughs> right. Take your old ass beef jerky back smelling ass somewhere else. I don't want to deal with you. On that note, we're ending this podcast. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know where to find us. I just. I, Jim I had, had to get this off his chest. He had to rant. I had to get this off my chest. It, it was time. I mean, I'm we the, are going to be more the... frequent episodes. Like I said, we're going to be on Twitch. We're working on that. We're going to be working yeah, on As you can tell, Zim's the hot-headed co-host. I'm, I'm the one that laid back. <laughs> like, I mean, it is. I just – people need to mind their own business and shut up. <laughs> right. Anyway, that's all I have. Chris, do you have anything to say? No, man. Uh, I got a massive headache. I'm about to go pop some pills real quick. Are you ready? Nah, bro. I don't think I don't think Tylenol is considered a. I mean, well, it is, but still. No, Chris. It is a drug because you're a low. You don't make money, and you know black people take drugs. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not like I work at a pharmacy, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. Peace. Good night, y'all.